Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We're coming to you live, but not live now when you're listening to it, but it's live for me. Well, we're right all now. still alive. Well, hopefully, hopefully when you're... We're alive. I mean, yeah, so it's technically live. it's live. And we're, we're at beautiful Keystone, Colorado here in Consensual Studios at 545 Productions. And this is Ignorant and Uninformed. And I'm joined in the studio, as always, by this beautiful host, Mr. Benji Pickens. Oh, you're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, honey. And... Max Sarakis and Sarak. I, uh, Cleveland loving. Defy adjectives. That's right. First place Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boosh. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore. We're joined in the studio by a very special guest. I love it's a lady. Ooh, it's a lady. Lady Hollywood. Debbie Whitmore. How you doing, Debbie? I'm doing great. I'm glad to have you back in the studio. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> this is your show where we take your topics and talk about it for 30 minutes of unedited, beautiful content. And we That's need to right. talk, but it's your to, it's your topics that make the show. Max. <laughs> it is, it is. Ben. Tell him all yeah. about it. He's, I'm telling you, Debbie, he's all flustered when you're in the studio. I can't, it's I can't. it's adorable. I can't. Uh, it is your show. It is your show because you have given us this big, beautiful bowl of topics that we are That's sitting in front of. Uh, so please keep them coming. Questions make the best topics, oh. and we are so grateful that you guys help us do this. So we grateful. Send you so free. So grateful. <laughs> We're so grateful. So grateful. We're Thank so grateful that you guys much. help. Uh, so keep them coming. Hit us up on the Facebooks, message the show, become a friend of the show, uh, and get us your topic that way. You can hit us up on the website, ignorantuninformed.com. Click the topics button, email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com, or you can twank us on the Twitters at ignun. Ben, you still check the Twitter feed, don't you? Every day. Nice. Have we gotten any topics? Yes, we have. <laughs> have you? And you've put them in the bowl. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have. We haven't drawn any of Mike's yet, but they're they're in there. Okay. Cool. That was that was our last Twitter. Okay. And then Nina gave us some. I think we draw a couple of hers. Yeah, we actually owe her a shirt. So if you guys oh, ever do. seen her, let let me yeah, know. Yeah, no, she's she's looking for a. Pl- <laughs> Speaking of housing crisis, yeah. she's looking for a place to live up in Summit County right Shocking. now. Shocking. So. Shocking. Well, but cool. She's, uh, wants... she's she's actually I think she's on a contract in Illinois. She got some. Oh, some good gig. for her. She's doing a. Uh, 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 Sister Act, the musical. She's playing the Whoopi Goldberg role. Hell yeah, Nina. Oh. Good on you, girl. Good. So if you happen to be in the middle of nowhere in Illinois and you're in that <laughs> theater where Nina Waters is playing Dolores whatever. Those are some big, big shoes to fill. <laughs> like, Whoopi. Wow. Whoopi right, really nailed this role. She killed that role. Whatever. All right. She's good. Well, Lady, Lady Hollywood. Whoopi Goldberg sucks. Right. Debbie's my on, wife. Man. She was only good as Guinan in The Next Generation. That was it. She was great as Guinan. Jumbo Jack Flash? Come on. Let's see what we got here. (laughs) This comes from Phil. Yay! Phil Rohrpacher. What is the best part of a dog? Oh, the penis. (laughs) (laughs) Easy. End of story. Red Rocket. Red Rocket. (laughs) Next topic. No. uh, The favorite part of the dog. That's interesting. So I grew up with no pets. Okay. Uh, I'm allergic to everything, so is my father. Uh, but it wasn't until like spending time with friends of mine who had dogs that I ever realized how truly expressive their faces are mm-hmm. and like the eyebrows and the looks that they can give you. So that is uh, possibly my favorite part of that, a dog is just like the 
I don't know, the way they display their emotions. See, I'm glad you recognize that, man, you know, because everybody's dog, they're always like, he's the smartest dog. You know, it's because you spend the most time with him, so you see where they're smart and where they're, you know, but like your lab just looks like a lab to somebody else, right? However, it's good that you recognize that. I hate it when people that don't have dogs, um, matter of fact, Mike Ritzman, friend of the show, has been on the show before. Who now has a dog. Who now has a dog, <laughs> used to tell me, well, dogs don't think. Dogs don't have any emotion. Dogs don't do this. Dogs don't do that. And I was just like, no, you need to get a dog. And, and now he's like, oh, man, Maya doesn't like that. Maya doesn't do this and, <laughs> and all this and that. And he's seeing that they are so expressive, man. Like they're little tiny people. They're like four-year-olds, I think, is what they've been compared to. I've always called them like special needs four-year-olds. I got you. And that's the kind of mentality they're at. But it, it takes a little bit of time to, to see that in dogs. And uh, so I'm glad that a non-dog owner can recognize that because that's really annoying for dog owners when people are like, well, it's not like they're tired or it's not like they get mad. We've no, always, no, they do. Yeah. I've always grown yeah. up with dogs and I love dog. I love big dogs. Those are my favorite dogs. And we have... Debbie and I, we have a dog, and we, there's a family dog. We have, some, well, God, we have like four <laughs> dogs in our house I right now. <laughs> and we've pared it down. I'll be honest. We used to have, there was rabbits, there was, there was a ducks, chickens. You had yeah, ducks was... and chickens and <laughs> birds. <laughs> and, did you guys ever have birds, like parrots? No. Parrots? Oh, fuck birds. birds Worst pet on the planet. <laughs> they don't care. Oh, parrots are kind of cool because they're smart, but they, God, they're noisy sometimes. Birds in general, and they also live for like 120 years and shit, dude. So you yeah, some like, of those macaws, you got like, like parrots, yeah, the big, the they, big they live for a long, long time for sure. Yeah. I always thought you. I was going to have a whole ton of animals, man, because I was definitely like that kid, man. I tried to keep everything I could. I my, you know, I tried to stick a possum in a box in my bed, uh, in in my. It was a baby possum, and I was like, he needs to stay alive. <laughs> and uh, so I tried to keep him alive in there. Uh, like, I would take absolutely anything, man. I'd oh, catch okay. snakes and keep them in lunchboxes. My mom would shit herself. She opened my lunchbox when I forgot about it. Stuff like that. And uh, So I thought I was going to be like that when I was older. But, man, it's a lot of responsibility. A lot of animals equals a lot of responsibility, man. Yeah. So Especially in this environment up here, man. You really need, like, indoor space to house almost anything, you know. So when you were growing up, Debbie, is that when, like, the chickens and the ducks were hanging out? Or when was... Yeah. Um, were they food my chickens? Mom was... No. Okay. <laughs> my mom was an elementary school teacher. Ah. And okay. she taught, you know, um, second and third grade. And uh, so it was a big unit that they ended up doing. Um, and they would hatch chickens and then later ducks in the classroom. <laughs> oh, and crazy. we would... You know, at and... some point in time, we would have them over at our house. The ducks were easier because um, once they were, grew big enough and got all their feathers and stuff in, we would walk them over to the ponds that are close to our house. Oh, sure. And Even then they there. would just join Go... all the other wild ducks. And, Go be ducks. you know, there's still, you know, yeah. they kind of migrate to the same areas. So probably some it's pretty of cool stuff. that ducks can just do that like they don't have a socially awkward yeah. phase where they're just like i don't know what to do or, or, or the, the uh, all the other would, ducks kick know. the shit out of them <laughs> to let them into the group like, like, like the, chips do and shit like a duck <laughs> game like they almost go, i have like, to say the them. ducks were more fun to okay. raise than the chickens too because Life they had better like personalities yeah, they i do. think okay. you know and then you would also watch them learn how to swim and things like that which was chickens kind of as cute as as dumb animals Chickens just, I mean, chickens are food. they can be fine. Chickens are some food. of them got mean. Like the yeah. ones, we only kept, we kept some one year. We kept three. 
one for each of us girls. And yeah. um, what'd you name it? Mine was Chicken Lickin'. I like it. And then there was and Henny Penny was my <laughs> older sisters, and then Peep was my oh. younger sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Terry was put her in the microwave. And so. <laughs> Terry <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, oh, no. wasn't the most creative. She just wanted peep. That, she was young at that point. Sure. Okay, I know. She's and they're delicious. <laughs> Peeps are delicious. And uh, yeah, we, so we would get eggs and stuff from them, yeah. and so we kept them for a few years. And nice. then, you know, we had this is before we had a fenced-in yard. Um, we kind of kind of a fenced-in area for the chickens. But there's foxes. There's actually a fox den behind our house. Oh, crazy! Um, so. Then Good eating for those they foxes. Didn't. <laughs> they so Smudge just kind of worked itself yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to get rid of them, but it kind of worked itself out. Major takes his out on chili. Back to dogs. Um, one of the plenty of miles ago that night before he reached the town. Oh, <laughs> but back to dogs. I think one of the fun things, even with the ducks, was they one year they actually imprinted on our dog. <laughs> oh, for real? Yeah, awesome. and so. Um, followed the dog. We took the dog. We walked the dog over, and the ducks all followed the dog oh, to the ponds and stuff. That's like awesome. That. That's pretty. So good. your favorite part <laughs> of the dog is the ducks. <laughs> the no, symbiotic I, friendship. <laughs> that's hard. I was like, are we talking physical parts or personality wise? Yes, whatever you, you know. Want. Um, I mean, all because of it. I think, you know, just the loyalty and unconditional love that you get from dogs because you really do especially as you raise them you know especially from a puppy and stuff like that it's you know kind of like any relationship what you put into it a lot of times you'll get back but particularly with a dog they'll reflect that oh yeah if you give cruelty or something that's going to grow up to be uh, kind of a nasty dog but if you Uh, give it a lot of love and things like that they tend to just reciprocate that to no end and I have a I, puppy right now, dude, and he's a. And they're awesome. He's got like he's like a long hair. He's got like human hair, you know, like instead of puppy fur, man. And uh, so he likes to he likes to lay on my belly and rub his face against mine, man. And I just give him real big pets, and he's just like the the coolest dude. It's like it's like having a little Ewok. <laughs> he's about the size of an Ewok if he stands up. And it's like having my own little Ewok that I can just love on anytime I want. <laughs> and he loves it, man. He loves the love. I mean, he's awesome, I, man. I do love the cuddly dogs. Yeah, and I he mean... is super cuddly, and I just love it, man. <laughs> Our dog is 75 pounds, and, and he, well, he's 70 pounds. And he likes, he's a lover. And he, and he cuddles. He is oh, a yeah. He's like a cuddle dog. Is that Tanyan or no, Finn? Finn. Yeah. Tanyan, Tanyan likes to be near people, but he doesn't like to be, he doesn't like to be in touch your arms. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Seems like this dog likes like, it, likes a hug. Cuddle in yeah. your lap, yeah. sit in your lap. He'll, you know, cuddle up right next to you and like yeah. ooze on He'll push lap. you off the bed if he gets, gets yeah. a chance. He's like, well, yeah, that's awesome. Get in there. There's something about that, man. It's just like, I love, I love all the parts of the dog that don't involve like piss or shit. Right. The non-fluid parts. <laughs> yeah, you know, the non. Sure. But I mean, do- dogs are just fucking great. Um, what I don't like is uh, is people that don't take care of their dogs. Like that lady yeah. that's just like, my dog doesn't need to be on a leash. Well, it does if it runs up on every other dog you encounter all the time. You know what I mean? Like in a neighborhood full of people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and we just my friend's this. dog got hit by a car, and that sucked. Yeah, you know, and because worked. it was a dog that, you know, 99.5% of the time... It was good off leash, mm-hmm. and but it's but the one time that moments, it's not. Of course, know. that's the 
that's the moment that matters. Mm-hmm. And they you can know? be impulsive and like, yeah, <laughs> it's so a dog. you see the you know Special squirrels or you know things like that, and they're uh. like, I have to go see what that is or right. whatever. And if the and timing's bad, so so there's a lot of responsibility that comes with having in it, you know, taking responsible care of a dog. You sure. know what I mean? Like if you want what's best for that dog, then you're going to keep it out of those situations as best you can. Ben, you were about to start a story. I was like, well, we just kind of ran into this. What you're saying is people who not necessarily don't take care of their dogs, but don't give their dog what they need. Right. And that, like, we had a, 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 a situation where we had another dog in the house, and the, the dog, he really needed, like, control and discipline because he couldn't control himself. His dog was kind of neurotic. Like, it was kind of just a weird dog. His, and it's nice, you know. Nice, at least to people. Dog, like good with people, not good with other dogs. Didn't know how to socialize, but, but like, you know, and the 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 owners were very much against like using a a gentle leader, like not like a muzzle or anything, but just something that like can it wraps around the dog's nose and like you pull it and it kind of pulls. It'll turn their it'll turn their head instead of like pulling on their neck or something like that. And, but they can still eat and drink. And we would keep oh, the dog yeah. like next to us in the house because they went away for a week. And we would keep the dog, and the dog was fine. It needed a little discipline and a little control to know that to know that he could relax and feel safe. Because otherwise, he was just like bouncing off the walls because he didn't know what to do. He didn't know what else to you know. But they they were very much against that, and I was just like, why would you be against something that makes your dog well behaved? And yeah. like, and more seems to help your dog. Like this like is helping more your dog, right? Yeah. Yeah. If right. he's happier, he's more comfortable. If he's less neurotic, he's more comfortable. Sure, yeah. it's, a, it's a positive. In they were game. Just, and I was just like, why? So that made me a little. Well, upset. My, my friend Jen, she always gets roped into taking care of all these people's animals, and she already walks a you know, eighty pound, ninety pound, hundred pound lab, whatever George weighs now. George's you know, big, he's man. a pretty big old lab. You yeah. know, and uh, she she already has to walk him. So, you know, she'll have to try to walk these two dogs at a time. And it, it it's inevitably a dog that just never is on a leash. So I end up walking, you know, that dog and my puppy at the same time. And I'm just I'm just very consistent and very short leash and no bullshit with them, you know. Right. And I tell you, man, I, and I usually walk them for the entire time that she has them. And then, man, by the end of the time I'm walking them, like within a few days, like they're more comfortable. They're not pulling on the leash. They're not trying to freak out. They're. They want it, man. They like that structure. You know, they like that safety net, man. They really do enjoy yeah. it. Dogs, they need it. Dogs have a hierarchy. There's, they have to know their place. Yeah, they have to know where they live in their in their pack. Yeah, like which no, is people. Yeah, which is you know or other dogs. They but like, need that. And like, if they don't like understand it, yeah. you're gonna have problems. And that's mm-hmm. when like dogs fight. That's when dogs lash out at people. Mm-hmm. That's when dogs, you know. Just make bad decisions. Yeah. I, I my grandma lived with a lived with a guy who uh, she, she would like. She kind of ran a weird boarding house where like people would rent rooms from her. Like it was kind of a halfway house too. Like my grandma was in was in like Narcanon for like or N A Anonymous yeah Anonymous. So it was like she kind of ran a halfway house. Anyway, this guy was a dog trainer and he was like the dog whisperer. He just got dogs. He just understood them. His name was Jerry. He's a great guy. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but was, cool. Shout out Jerry the dog whisperer. What's up, man? All right. All right. And, uh, and so, it, but he would just like any dog, he could just look at the dog and be like, tell you what was wrong with it. It was like, this dog doesn't know where he, he, he doesn't, he does he thinks he's above you. Like he think, you know, he could like, it was pretty cool. And he would just get the dog and he would just, 
every dog would transform being in his presence. Would you no, I like? can, that's the way Caesar Milan is. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure there's some editing and shit like that that goes in with those shows, man. But I think, <laughs> Definitely. The, I like, you know, obviously, you know, but I, I think the end result is probably the same with him. You know, I think he's very knowledgeable about dogs. I think he's cued into the very, very subtle nuances that is dog expression, you know? Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, you know, you, like it takes a long time of being around a dog to get all those little looks, you know, because you have to like you have to pair it with what it means. There's, and there's very little communication. Yeah, there's takes, a lot, but it's all visual. And then you have to build up the vocabulary. You know, you have to learn yeah. the dog's vocabulary for and what it means for what. Definitely you know? all nonverbal. Which yeah, yeah. Not everyone which, excels at right, which not everybody is good at situations. You know? mm-hmm. So since I've got three dog lovers and owners in the room who have a ton of experience, what I want to know is. Do needy what kind owners, of dogs should you get? No. Right. Do needy owners create needy dogs? Or like at what? Because, you know, you hear that there's yeah. dogs and owners like start to resemble one another, not just like physically, but <coughs> personality wise. Because there's definitely been dogs that I've met that I have labeled and judged as high maintenance <coughs> that has then affected my view of their owners and like a reciprocal. Or is vice versa? I think I think it does a little bit. Um I think it's sometimes that way even with kids because I think, you know, especially as dog owners, you're a parent, the, you know, the dog is your child. So as you're raising it, it does, <coughs> you know, reflect a little bit. And, you know, different breeds will react differently to different things. So I can't say that uh, for all dogs sure. that that's the case. Um, you know, But, but I you, have oh, noticed no. that it's like if it's a higher stress environment, if the people are more stressed out, I was like, they pick up on that and Just they like tend that. to have that, you know, uh, they tend to be a little bit more on edge and things like that. Okay. Um, or, you know, yeah, that it's like, or the people that, you know, so super spoil their dogs, like super spoil. Okay. <laughs> then the dog becomes entitled. Yeah. It starts to expect, you know, it's like, but it doesn't have, right. it doesn't again, have it doesn't. It's like a kid. It's like it doesn't know if you if there's no consequences or something to some. Okay. You know. It's okay. like if you uh, yeah. if every time you meet a dog with your dog on a leash, and you meet another dog walking around. If you freak out every time you see another dog and get real tense on your dog's leash and shit like that, then the dog's gonna feel that tense. Okay. That tenseness, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, every time we see a dog, we freak out mm-hmm. because that's what the owner." This doing. might be a possible threat. This yeah, is yeah. So, like, so they may be misreading you as well, or misreading the owner as well. You know. Sure. And uh. Because they pick up on all those yeah, subtle like cues. Yeah, like real subtle cues, like just a little bit of tension on their leash is mean something to them, and like, they're they're real keyed in. Sorry, yeah. God. No, that's yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I think that that the dogs the the dogs take their cues from the owners. Okay, rather yeah. than the owners taking their cues from the dogs. So I can judge people based on the behavior of the dogs. Yeah, okay, totally. perfect. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's it's sometimes hard you to just have a really strong willed dog, and right. if you're not willing to match that or beat it, then yeah, I'm struggling. You could with my be dog a very passive dog. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could you could be a very, you could be a very passive person. Have a have a dog who kind of walks all over you, run you know doesn't doesn't care or, or like you know because like, he owns the house, gonna, he's the alpha. Yeah, at that yeah. point, it's exactly. going to depend too on the people that come in and interact with your dog too. You know, like yep. I know Tanyan, um, one of our dogs is uh, very strong willed. I mean, we got him as a puppy, and um, the vet was like, "Let me show you how to do this." Okay. As a puppy, like when he first took him in for his shots and things like that. Yeah. Like, he actually him over and shot, uh, told, showed us how to 
like almost, you know, take like what they do with sheep. And yeah. you take the legs out and you pin them and you don't let them go until he calms down because uh, he was just that willful. Huh. Um, Big fat and, sigh. You know. <sighs> <laughs> that, 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 that's when you know you got that, the defeated yeah. side. That, that's the defeated but, side. I mean, but yeah. you had to do that to establish no, no, no. Like we you're, are in charge. Okay, you're going to listen to me, yep. and you know it he ended up being my dad, and you know I did it quite a few times and stuff like that. My mom didn't do it as much. I mean, she was she was great with him, but didn't necessarily. She was always good cop. yeah yeah. She was a little bit more good cop, and. Even to this day, he'll listen much more to my dad and everything than my mom. Cause Same my thing dad, in my house. You know. My wife won't set him down and dominate, you know. I had to start. I was having a problem with my two-year-old, man. I'd go to give her something, and he'd jump in and try to get it. And I realized, and then he was jumping on her and stuff. And I was like, oh, he, he sees them as equals. Like, he's he's fighting for the treat from my daughter. So then I started having her feed him. And, like, three days of that, man, that worked. Yeah. yeah. Now he now he understands it. It's like, oh, this person's above me because yeah. they give me the food. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's important. Like, that's an easy way to do it, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah. To get back to the topic, man, I would say I would have to say personality, man. Like, dogs are different. Every dog, every single dog is different, just like people, man. And I love finding out, you know, the little quirks, the and little everything. quirks, and yeah. I like watching them and see how they problem solve and all this and that, man. But it's got to be like I love a strong willed. Stubborn ass dog, and I got one right now, man. He'll look at me and be like, "I'll fucking challenge you," and I'll be like, "All right," and I win every time. But he, he still steps up to the plate, and he's no, you know what I'm saying. And I really like that. that, you know. You yeah, you got to admire his tenacity, man. I really enjoy well, that. And I think My because you enjoy like it, and he can pick up on that, right. so he's gonna, you know, he's gonna continue he's gonna to con- test the boundaries. But he knows he's gonna lose, you know. But sure. I encourage him to try. Gotta love the optimism. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Ben? It's my favorite part of a dog. Yeah. I like your answer, like the, the expression, the expressiveness of a dog's face. So I guess the dog's face, because that's also like where the tongue is. They can give you kisses. You know, you love the dogs. Sometimes like you get like the really jowly dogs and that's not, not so nice because they're like, they just slobber everywhere. Sure. Even our, our golden retriever is kind of like that. He has a slobbery mouth sometimes. He's a little more jowly than our other ones. Yeah. I was yeah. really looking at this hound dog, man, this like old school hound dog that kind of looked like uh, uh, Morgan Freeman's voice. And, uh, but <laughs> he was going to be he was going to be uh, he was going to be real wow. drooly. And that's why, dude, you, I'll show you a picture of this fucking dog. man. This dude is like, dude, I'd like to tell you. And they won the good fight. But, man, it was just – it was amazing, dude. I was just like, holy shit. The dog really spoke to me. But there it was a drooly, drooly, you know, kind of big hound dog. Of course, they're short-haired and not, huh. not made for the winter. Yeah, I dated a girl whose folks had a Newfoundland for a while. And like, they are sloppery. Oh, oh, dude, it's like on walls. Like, <laughs> on your pants. It like drops a ball yeah. leaves like, like a mark. Hooch. Oh, yeah. yeah. The dog goes yeah. everywhere. Like walking around mastiff. the house, there's just like a trail at – dog mouth yeah. level along all the walls and, Ugh, and on the floor sometimes you'll just walk and just like whoa <laughs> put a slide out like whoa <laughs> on a nice slick piece of slobber it's like yeah. man it's a good thing you're cute and then on the fourth of july i was over in breck watching fireworks and we were at like this barbecue and everyone was pretty much drunk and decided to set off fireworks so they set down like roman candles on the ground and they had this rottweiler who was just fucking crazy so like 
they would light the firework and the dog would go try to eat the firework oh, before, Christ. It, before it actually went off. And it was awesome. Like, so you've got drunk people lighting fireworks. You've got big, like 90 pound dog who's like knocking people over, bullying them over <laughs> to get to this firework so he can eat it. I just saw a video of a off. dog Ugh. that grabbed a Roman candle after somebody lit it and, and was running around. And of course it's shooting out, you know, <laughs> yeah. while he's holding it in <laughs> yeah. his mouth, it's still shooting. You know, he's got it right in the middle yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like turning and stuff like that. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Get the fuck out! Yes, exactly. You know, we used to do that. We used yeah. to do that for fun. We used to yeah, we used to, yeah, we used to shoot each other. Sure. I got blasted in the face dog. and neck with a fountain. <laughs> um, oh, I shot this dude in the face about three times with a Roman candle, and then he so he got a fountain, one of those ones that yeah. just sparks, and backed me up into a corner. And it uh, got me pretty good. I had Ooh. all these little pock marks. My shirt was all burned. I had all these little pock marks burned all over my face and shit, dude. It was fun. Yeah. So yeah. speaking of big slobbery dogs, I uh, I was at a wedding one time and I was you know getting pretty <laughs> drunk, kind of fucked up. You know, it was a Colorado wedding, man. So there was definitely some weed and hash and shit there. And uh, and this dude was out there and he he brought his big old dog, this big old mastiff, and he was the caterer, right? So he was cooking up all this chicken, man. And I go and I get my plate of chicken. Right, like off the grill, right as his mastiff next to me goes, and shits at I mean, dude, just pukes out this wad of grass and a whole piece of grilled chicken. Still makes me sick. I'm about to get sick talking about it. So then I was like, fuck, I'm not going to eat this now. So I had to throw it away, like all stealth-like. Because yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm not eating. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was already on my plate, so that turned into a dude. But, dude, it was gross. And all night, I was sitting, every time I'd look at my chicken, I'd be like, <laughs> Every single time, dude. It Hold was on, so just give nasty. Me <laughs> all right. No, no, I'm fine now. I'm fine. I'm be fine. <laughs> Real quick, because uh, we all chose, like, emotional reasons why we like dogs, right? For the most part. So, like, what sort of physical, what is your favorite physical dog characteristic? Like a feature yep. on a dog. Yep. Like being um, objectifying we already know Benji's. These poor animals. Yeah, Benji. Yeah, I, I would, I'm with Ben. You know, actually, I, I really like, like well, ears. You could yeah, do it. You could do like the, yeah, I like ears. the eyes and ears. eyebrows. Okay. I do like that. Sure. Um, sure. Particularly, you know, like Finn is like part Rottweiler, so he has the Rottweiler coloring. So his yeah, eyebrows have totally. those little brown spots right above them. Makes them so super makes expressive. Them, like, yeah. So I think that's okay. Yeah. my favorite. Yeah. My favorite part to pet, though, is easily the ears, man. Yeah. I like to the scratch on a dog's soft. ear, you know, all yeah. skinny like, man, I enjoy that. Yeah. 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 I guess I like the tail. The tail's not, because, like, they, that's, how they, that's how they communicate with you. That's how they, like, show you that they love you. They're happy. That, like, the waggy tail. It's, it's what you have to tail. move out of the way. Yeah, it's you what know? knocks over your drinks off the coffee yeah. table and shit when they're <laughs> excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big so dogs, man. That's definitely, like... The curse of big dogs is those big tails, man. <laughs> sure. Well, and it's just so funny because some of That's them are very why they different. Snipping them. Yeah. You know, like them. our dog Tanyan has just a lot of long hair. He's like a longer-haired golden retriever, and his tail is like a fan. It won't actually whack you very hard, but it's like a fan. So he'll be going, and then the like. Whoosh air at yeah. you and stuff like, like that. It like and wags like, and then the rest of it comes. <laughs> it goes to the left and the rest of it goes to the right. And the rest of it goes to the right. You know, to the right. Um, so it, and so you actually have to watch out if he wags his tail by your face that you get hair in your eye. It's like it's not actually going to like smack you and hurt right. you. But like fins is like a little whip. Right. And it, that one hurts. <laughs> yeah, laughs. It's it's super cute, but. Labrador is ancient Gaelic for lead tail. <laughs> I like it. 
I also like howling at dogs that howl. I don't. Um, I like dogs that like to sing. They're like, if my dog doesn't make dog any noise. No, your dog does not make dude, any noise, dude. dude okay, my yeah, puppy, but take those dogs that howl, I was like, you don't like them 24 hours a day. No, that's... I have, but, but being able to communicate Beagles. with them, that's what that's totally. the cool that's, part that's about that. Like when you it. go up and you go, ooh, and they go, ooh. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, we just <laughs> had like, a moment. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's like, I'm having a dog conversation. Communicating with an animal. It's really cool like that. Like, that's... It's I not do often like you get when to do we're, that. Well, my, you know, we go to feed the dogs like. or something, and then they'll start talking to you about stuff. Like, yeah. my, my sister has a lab, and he's like, rrr, rrr, like when yeah. you're getting the food ready. See, like dogs. I mean, like <laughs> horses don't do that shit. Like, you can't walk out to your horse and be like, rrr, and he's like, <laughs> you know, no. I don't yeah. think. I don't think so either. Although they're supposed to be know. incredibly expressive and horses are big dogs. I've heard them called yeah. a lot. And I'm sure they are if you're familiar with yeah. again yeah. with the nuances. Again, it's I think you some of those things where you it's like you do that with your dog when you do those things and can have that, you know, the howling conversation or whatever. You essentially train them to do that because yeah. you're you're like Telling them to talk. And yeah, well, like it's that. also like, so, also like instant feedback. I feel like you can do that with for many animals, horses included. You can sure. train them to do certain things. Oh, I'm sure. In response, because so if you go, yeah. if you do, oh, you know, bite. a shaky head thing, and then they do it, you know. But I'm sure you hang out with a goat enough. You're like, man, this guy's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this guy's this guy a funny <laughs> ass goat, man. This guy gets. Me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. I think a lot of animals. Like any animal that has that limbic system, you know that can yeah, that is capable emotions, of emotion. Yeah. I think you can you can connect with on a on a level. You just have to spend enough time with it to understand each other. Yeah. It mm-hmm. takes a lot longer than it does with a human, and a lot of people aren't that patient. Mm-hmm. But any animal behavioralist out there will tell you that it's all those animals have. Well, I, have I had a rabbit, and she was uh, hilarious. Yes. <laughs> what was I her mean, name? She, that she was, was a funny rabbit. Glenda. Glenda, I like it. Um, Glenda, she was. She was witch. very funny, but she was also very um She would forward saucy. me these emails. <laughs> <laughs> she was saucy. She would get, you know, she would... You know, you she would let she you would, know if she was unhappy about something yeah. or if she was like, you know what? I need you to do something Wait. for me. I mean, she would, like, do this weird little – she would actually, like, thump. You know, you nice. think of thumper It's 5 o'clock, like Debbie. <laughs> Where's my carrot? But then, you know, so it's like, yeah, if she Fuck didn't have – like savings time. If I'm hungry have, now. <laughs> a little bit sometimes, you know. Or, like, she was not happy when – like, we had her in an upstairs room one time because, you know, they're active at night. Oh, okay. Um, actually, rabbits can be very active in the night, which yeah. sometimes is not so much fun when you're all trying to sleep. So sometimes you don't keep them always in the bedroom. <laughs> right. But we, so we kept her in like a guest room and then my uncle stayed and she was not. She was like, uh, happy I don't share this um, room. So she just kept Excuse thumping me? and stuff and making. Don't do that. <laughs> do that. Yeah. You know. She's but a bit she of a diva. Was, she was, was a little bit of a diva. One of my ex-girlfriend's cats, dude, after she uh after we broke up and shit and she moved out, man, I guess he the cat really, really liked me, man. It was always like cuddling with me. And I guess new dude uh uh the cat just kept shitting in his shoes. <laughs> like but both shoes. Like, like he'd wake up and both shoes would have turds in it. Are these your shoes? That's awesome. Are these your shoes? <laughs> <laughs> cats, cats do that. Cats hey, get very Mark. Uh, <laughs> looks like Mark spent the night again. Because <laughs> I know Maybe my sister's cat, fucker. like when my sister left for a while and had other, you know, like we were taking care of her, mm-hmm. her or whatever. Um, when my sister got back, she was mad that my sister left. So she started knocking, you know, like her, 
you know, reading glasses and stuff, she would knock that stuff off the table and be like, oh. you left me. These your, your glasses, Anna? Like, no, and, and people that say, Thanks for leaving me. Yeah. People that say that dogs don't do that kind of shit, man, just haven't lived with one long enough. Yeah. That's true, because nope. Finn or the would, right one. Um, you know. When we weren't around very much and it would just, um, and we would, would just be stopping in and out and then leaving the dogs at home, he would <laughs> grab mail. Yeah. And he started chewing chew up the, the mail. mail. Oh, interesting. He didn't want you to have any communication with the outside world. <laughs> He's like, you don't need to go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, it's, it was, you know, a little yeah. retaliation. You're going to leave me? Okay, well then here. <laughs> yeah. So obviously this is coming from a very dog biased crowd, but we we do like dogs. And thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your dog-loving hosts, Mr. Benji Pickens. Your dog-neutral host, Max Sirak Stensirak. Degs? I like Degs. You like Degs? And I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore. And our special in-studio guest today, Lady Hollywood, Debbie Whitmore. The The lovely. Talented. (laughs) Talented, man. And very... you're an animal whisperer yourself as well. You, you're very I do. I thought I was going to be a vet for a long time. So. Me too. I, I thought I was going to. Yeah. Oh, we have so much in common. <laughs> we should really talk about that one. Yeah, they really didn't, uh, didn't think that one through. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe whatever podcaster you're listening to us on. Hit that little subscribe button on iTunes. Make sure you check out the website, ignorantuninformed.com. You can download all the podcasts. You can also send us your topics at topics at ignorantuninformed.com. Make sure you like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant and uninformed or twank us on twitter send us those topics at ig and un we're gonna be back next week with a brand new epidose of hot ass freshness all up in your grill peace off